is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers at our meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel Mops After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Welcome back, everyone. We're here, and we're excited to be back. You know, it's summertime, so things are a little out of rhythm, and so we've had a little break. Yes. But we're back. Back. We've had a busy season. We were traveling both with each other, and then we had family trips and getting all the kids to camp, and now we feel like, okay. Yeah, we're in the thick of camp season right now, yes. where kids are going in to and camp. Out of and, our homes. Yes. Pickups yes. up to the UP of Michigan. Yes. The Silver Birch in Wisconsin. Yes. Barkley yeah. currently has no kids in our I house. I know. It's really strange. Really strange. <laughs> we came in from a movie the other night. We saw Thor. Loved it. Really good. <laughs> Anyways, we um, came in and we're walking up our stairs. The house is pitch black quiet. And I was like, I don't think we've ever been in our home alone for like 16 years. That's amazing. I I don't think so because I mean, we'll have a kid or here or there gone, but we'll always have at least one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've taken trips, Mm -hmm. the two of us, not a whole lot, but a couple, but it's in our home without children. I don't think has happened. It is the best. Yeah. It was kind of (laughs) nice. We're like, oh, Okay, it's quiet. But <laughs> we've been busy this week. Despite yeah. no children, we picked it as a week to, um, so every summer we kind of plan our mops year. And so we've been busy doing that. So you'd think we'd have some downtime, but we took the chance of having no kids to get some stuff done for mops. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that was what we were thinking, like, oh, the kids are away. This is perfect timing. But yeah. then we both looked at each other and went, Oh, now our husbands are alone, and I know we, we're like like that's kind of sad. Like, Aunt, or Ryan, my husband went to a movie last night by himself, <laughs> which he does love doing. But I was like, oh, I'd like to go with you. I but, know. Oh well, yeah, we didn't plan so that. The no. last two days we've had um, our mops retreat where we our steering retreat where we plan the whole year, all yep. the crafts, yep. like everything. We talk about the themes, the sub themes. Yes. And so we've been so busy. We've been like working full time. We really have. Um, so, but we got, yeah, our we had a great time and, and we have, we have a group of 16, which is yes. crazy big. Um, and everyone's numbers. super excited to plan. And oh I just goodness. think it's a great group of ladies yeah. leadership this year. So are um, the new ones coming in? They're young, have fresh ideas, and it's just cool I know. to hear. We're beginning what they have to feel say. like the old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not. Oh, no. speaking of lo- not being an old lady. <laughs> oh my gosh! Stop it right now. <laughs> Whose birthday's on Monday? <laughs> Your birthday. <laughs> yes. So big mm. shout out to Summer. It's almost her birthday, y'all. Um, are you going to get me friend. a baby for my birthday? I know, you guys. It's it's bad. I'm usually the one with baby fever, but I have never seen her so bad. Like she wants a baby so bad. But Ryan is like hard pass. <laughs> Keep saying no. Yep. Oh well. All right. I mean, we have four and the youngest is nine. So I'm like, it would be kind of crazy to start again. But, but man, we would love it. Uh, we would love nice. a baby. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, so moving on. Maybe that's why we haven't been able to let go of mops yet. 
We love it. And I know. we just, this, it's a, a fun stage. It is definitely it is. a fun stage. And now we get to like kind of mentor the younger moms and yes. hold their babies. So we yes. go to the, the play dates and we're holding everyone's babies. Yes, we are the baby holders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's lovely. It's very fun. But speaking of mentoring, so this summer we wanted to take the chance to kind of, dare I say, share a little bit of wisdom that we've learned. Yes. Along the way, we've learned some things that work and don't work. And we thought it'd be fun this summer to just kind of share some of those with other people who are either trying to start a MOPS, thinking about going to MOPS, wherever you might be. We thought we'd share some thoughts. Yes. We were, um, we attended the chapel and we were at Emmanuel um, in Gurney and they had a MOPS group. And so Barkley and I attended and then we started leading in the steering team of, you know, and we started to learn about MOPS and we were both like, we need to have it at our church. Like we know more people at Emmanuel than we know at our church, our own church. And so that was a big, um, like thinking of like, what can we do at our church? And so Barkley, she was our fearless leader. She decided... <gasps> no, she, I was not fearless. <laughs> I think there's something like in her of like she keeps moving forward. And she was like, we're going to do this. And even like obstacles and stuff that we had, she was like, no, we're going to go through it. So... Yeah, it was, it was a wild time. I would say, I guess my first just kind of wisdom, if you're thinking of starting a MOPS... Um, my first suggestion would be make sure you've attended one. Right. That would be my first pointer. I feel like you need to get an idea of how it runs, what it's like, Mm -hmm. um, their mission, um, things you like about it, things you don't like about it. Um, And I think you just need to get an idea for it and just be fed into for a little bit, Um, especially if you're a new mom and trying to figure that out. Um, I think that's important. Yeah, and we had such a great model from a manual Mm -hmm. of how to run it and how to Mm -hmm. do it. And so we understood the steering roles and what Mm -hmm. each one needed to do. So Yeah, how it started was we were attending this MOPS group, and it was about 25 minutes from our home. So Mm -hmm. we were driving pretty far, um, but we met an awesome community of moms and really made some friends we are still very tight with. yes. And Nicole Howe um, was on here. Yes, she, she was, was on from, here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we've talked about it many times because it's meant so much to us that time. Um, but uh, so we were attending it. And I would say within, I think it was only a year for me, but within a couple years, um, they saw potential in us and spoke into what they saw in us mm-hmm. and said, hey, I see this about you. I think it'd be great if you could serve and join our leadership in this way. And we're like, oh, and even though I'd be like, hard pass, just them asking me, I was like, okay, you see that? And I, you know, took the leap of faith and stepped into it. And so we both ended up in leadership mm-hmm. and kind of learned that side of it. And then like Summer mentioned, um, uh, the one we were in was getting kind of big. And so they were asking our church to start one. And so we went to our church and it just wasn't the time for it. And, um, but we just keep kept after it. And we're like, mm-hmm. no, I think... We're meant to start one here, and now we. It's, did we figure out how many years? I think we said seven yeah, years seven later. Years. It was interesting. Emmanuel Mops was so big that they decided to break the group into two. So they had Mops twenty four, which meant the second and fourth yeah. Thursday, and then Mops the 13, thirteen, the first and third, because yeah. it grew so That's how much. Big it was. Yep. 
Isn't that that's so crazy. I know, right? <laughs> Two groups and they doubled their steering. It yeah. was But it was we just couldn't amazing. you know, it was you don't want it so big that it's hard to feel like a tight community. And yeah. so it was better and we just couldn't get a church to come alongside us at that time. And so yeah, we split mm-hmm. it. It was crazy. Yes. Um, so first we wanted to start the question, why? Why do you want to start a MOPS group? I think that's important to mm-hmm. ask yourself. Um I think a lot of people probably want to do it because they want a community, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Community at their church, yes. Um, And, yeah, they see a need for moms to connect with each other. I think that was the biggest thing because, well, one for me, Summer kind of mentioned, because I would walk into, because every now and then we ended up at a service at Emmanuel, and I would walk in, and I would literally have eight or nine families that I said hi to and new and probably even more than that. And then I'd walk into our church on a weekend and I knew like my, I'm like, I knew like two. Mm-hmm. And we saw these young families because mm-hmm. we had a very healthy um, children's group. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know these people to say hi to. And I was like, right. we need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so not only needing a community for myself, I felt like our church needed it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I love, like, we talk about MOPS being the front front porch ministry, and it's to bring new, like, moms and families into the church. And MOPS mm-hmm. is, like, the first touch of the church, mm-hmm. uh, like a taste of what the church is like, yeah. but not so overwhelming. And so it's, it's a great outreach ministry. Yeah. We live in a neighborhood that is full of young families. And so you just see, especially, like, at uh, school events or whatnot, just around the neighborhood. And you're like, there's got to be a way to bring these families together. And having a MOPS group is just a great way because it's it's casual. It's not intimidating. It's just for moms to hang out. And mm-hmm. and I think when you are a young mom and you see all these other moms who are struggling, and it's a way to help them and, so, and to invite them. So I think it's super important to have that ministry. So our second question is who? Um, do you have a strong group of women who under the vision, who know the vision, and will come alongside you? Okay, so who? this is really important because I think another reason we were successful was because I was trying to think through the number this morning, but I would say you need to have a hardcore three for sure, if not seven to ten yeah. women that have this vision with you. You can't do this alone. No, it cannot be, be one successful. person. It will not go you have so well. To have, like we always had a super tight group that was of the same mind and mm. same passion and really wanted to see it happen. And I yeah. think if you have a core group that wants to do it with you, then you're halfway there. Yes. <laughs> and it was really neat with Emmanuel because they were like they gave us their blessing to go and, and do oh, this. absolutely. But there was a group of people who were at that MOPS who also understood the vision, and then they could help, too, in that yeah. way. I mean, they were so gracious. They're like, you know, they knew we had a lot of chapel ladies were going there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, we really need to start our own. And so we took, you know, we were taking people from them, and mm-hmm. yet they're still like, whatever we can do, yeah. here, take this, mm-hmm. here, this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a... I don't know, it was like handing of the torch. It was really, that was another. So if you have a group that can bless you in that way and send you off even right. more, more great. Mm-hmm. But And there's something about a, doing it in a community because yeah. we had many hurdles that we had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And it was 
uh, you know, someone would get discouraged about it, but then the other person would encourage and be like, nope, let's keep going. Yeah. We're going to start the you group. you got to have a, so a group with you. For sure. It's important. Absolutely. So, yeah, if you just have people to come alongside you, and like we said before, I think it's helpful if you have at least attended another one or led at another yes. one, mm-hmm. just so you can have those, um, that's like resources and just like background yes knowledge mm-hmm. of how it runs and how the positions work and stuff like that and then the third thing we found probably out the biggest question is, is how do you start one yes <laughs> successfully <laughs> which i guess the biggest thing i would want to say is um you will not be able to start one that doesn't run into some problems right. or really? hurdles. Seriously? Like it's going to go smoothly and like everyone's going to be like, yes, go do this. Yeah. You're going to have all the money. What are you talking about? Um, I think every, literally still seven, I feel like it's been more than seven years, but even seven years later, we still start like, for example, uh, this last year, we started with 12 members. 12 because just our steering team had come f- during COVID. Yeah, you it was know, COVID. Like just mm-hmm. our steering team had come yeah. and we were like, we don't know who's coming. We don't know yes. if anybody is coming. Or we had one year where it was like, I think we had, I don't know, six or seven tables and we had two mentor moms. But we're like, we're just going to move forward and hope for it. Yeah. There's always been something every year. Or like... Childcare. Not sure who's watching the kids, but you we're gonna, gonna start keep going. <laughs> and somehow it always it worked always out. Always worked out. Yeah. You know, like it's it's getting creative and things. And For like, sure. what can we move around if we can move a steering uh, person into a different role to help? You know, in that way. Yeah. But it was like childcare workers were like up to the day. Like I remember the night before, and they're like, "You won't be able to run." And, yeah. and it was like, "You don't understand." I was like, "You can't." Like we're all set to go, but we don't have no childcare workers. And so then I had to go to the staff, and I was like, "Listen, staff, can you up. step yeah. in?" I mean, my husband was down there watching babies, yep. and like just stepping in. But we were able to run, and it was just mm-hmm. like, well. Yes. It looked like a big hiccup, but yes. let's just keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah. It, every year there's always been something where you kind of have to take a leap of faith. So just know that it's – if don't be discouraged if you no. hit something like that because everyone has it. Uh, so our biggest things would be obviously have a core group of strong ladies to lead it with you. I think the second biggest thing is making sure you have um, church support. Yes. That's really important. <laughs> this has been huge. Um, cause when we started, when our original mops group first asked us to start one, we asked our church and at the time they were young and they were really concentrating on their, um, children's, uh, children's ministry. ministry. And it was an awesome children's ministry, which is why we felt like you need mops. But, um, we based, and it wasn't like we got a no, but it was like, yeah, yeah, I guess go ahead. You guys can start it. But it was like all on us. And we're like, nope, we're not ready here. <laughs> it's like, you can't do this alone. It's in fast forward eight, almost nine years, probably technically, because we probably started a couple years before mm-hmm. we actually started. Um, 
you wouldn't believe the support we have and how how much it, it's amazing. Full mm-hmm. circle, how it is. It's drastically different when, than when we first asked, and they see the value in it, and that's what makes it successful, really. Yeah, I mean, to see when we first started to see now that it's a night and day experience where they're cheering us on, and they see that we're bringing new families into the church. They're mm-hmm. seeing what we were. A lot of, I think at the beginning, they misunderstood who we were. Yeah, and so we know. kept explaining, well, we're, we're not a Bible study and we are an outreach ministry. And so it took a little bit. And then they were like, wow, look at all of these steering roles. Look at all these leaders that you're building into. Look at, you have people who are young moms to mentor moms that range from, you know, so so many people can be involved in this. And they were like, this is actually really amazing. Yeah. Um, so they've been really impressed by the ministry and what it brings to the church. And so I think it was at first a misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah, and just timing. Timing was huge, and it just wasn't the right time, and yeah. that's fine. Um, so core leadership, strong church support, and I think something we've been really concentrating on this year, too, because it's one of the themes, but just having expectant faith. And like we said, like push back those hurdles, and you'll have them and be creative, but just have the expectant faith that Jesus is going to find those chair, child care workers or they'll yeah. find those table leaders like it will come like just yeah. keep just moving forward don't stress out and just yes. pray really just, just pray. pray and say lord you have this yep. and and you know show us what you want us to do in that so i think that's super important yeah so um, we just talk about what did and didn't work <laughs> Well, that's from experience. <laughs> or what did how about, and what didn't? Right. How about this? Let us kind of talk about how, like how we went about starting it. So, like yeah. we said, the church originally said no, and we're like, okay, okay, and that was probably I want to say at least two years before we probably started going. Yeah, because we came a couple times and kind of got, and then they finally were like, okay, uh, we had we got a new guy. Shout out to Mark ACP. He was yeah. our first like. Um, he's like our campus pastor, and he was the first one. I don't know if he caught the vision. I don't know. Or Jesus just mm-hmm. put it on his heart. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, we're going to. And he almost scared us sometimes because we're like, no, Mark, we really don't have like this, this. No, you got this. We're going to go. Yeah, he and he was. was the first like cheerleader behind yes. us. And so anyways, but Mark was like, yeah, go for it. You go lead it. And we're like, oh, I just remember, at least from my, I don't know how you felt. But I was like, oh, no, I I wanted y'all to like start it. I didn't want to lead it. <laughs> I was like, no, I just want a, a go to have one anyways. But he was like, no, no, you guys are going to lead it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so how we did it was we wanted to show the church that, well, one, they wanted to see if, even if there is a need for this. Like we have a children's ministry. We have a women's ministry. Mm-hmm. Why do we need a mops ministry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we'd start by having play dates. And we'll just show you Genius. how many moms Genius. might come. Okay, yes. so this is what we did. We have some rooms downstairs in the childcare area, and we said, hey, we're just going to have a play date where mom bring the kids and we'll share breakfast and just hang out. We didn't even really do anything during. No. I think we were just hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, <laughs> it was wild because the first one, we had 35 moms. I don't even know how many kids. 35 it, months just came. Uh, yes. And we're like, oh. It wasn't even advertised well. It was just like word of mouth and like social literally. media. And we're was, like, and we were in a super tight room. I have a picture. Maybe if, if I can track it down, we can post it. And it was like 
super tight room full of kids and moms. <laughs> with casseroles. With casseroles. <laughs> and I think we did that maybe, what, two or three times? Yeah. We did it in the spring. So, like, it was, like, I don't know, like, March and then April. and Yeah. May. And we're like, see, guys, it's... And they're like, all right, okay, we see it. And yeah. did we start by that fall or did we wait yep. one more year? Nope, we started It that was fall. that? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. And then we're like, so we showed the need and we felt good. Like, oh, no, if we do this, people will come. Mm-hmm. And so we felt encouraged by that and just started rolling with it. Yeah. We picked the day that we had our play dates on a mop's time that we wanted. Yeah. And so we tried to get a consistency of like, this is when it's going to be. And mm-hmm. so the people who who came were available to come at that time. Right. So, yeah. yeah it was and um, something else that's helpful is we picked... So a lot of the preschools in our area are 9 to 11.30. Mm-hmm. So we've always picked the time of 9.15 to 11.15 in hopes that you can drop preschool, still yeah. make it, and leave by 11.15 to go pick up at 11.30. Yes. yes. So we kind of looked at that too. So right. um, not only timing that your church is ready to support you in this, but just think of the day of the week that you meet and the Mm -hmm. timing that you pick Mm because that will matter if moms can make it. Yeah. And when you have those play dates, that's where you're looking for leaders, like looking for moms who are passionate about mops and being a mom. And so you're starting like last year we came off of COVID and we had 12 steering members and we needed we needed DGLs and we needed to like find them. And so literally at the play dates that we had, we're mingling, talking to moms, getting their stories and we're like asking them, like, yeah, it was um, wild. I know you haven't done mops before, but would you be open for this role? And so many said yes, yeah, it was, which is amazing. It was funny. So these play groups can kind of have an alternative motive. I feel like yeah. that's when, especially if, if you don't have a huge group of leaders, do some play groups so you can get to know some moms and just as you're talking, also be thinking, okay, so what is this? Is she friendly? Is she outgoing? Um, Does she have a strong relationship with the Lord? Mm -hmm. Does she attend a local church? The DGL is discussion group leader, which is the table leader. And you need this mom that you just know is personable, will be Mm -hmm. great at like getting moms together. And it's funny because we had I think it was our first one too last summer, and we met two that we were like, "Oh, we really want them." We think one was part- pregnant. And one wasn't didn't even have yet kids yet. Had a baby, but she was <laughs> making a baby, and so and yeah. Mika, she was on our um. Podcast. Oh, that's right, she's on here too, mm-hmm. and she's now on our steering yeah. team this year. And I just, it's a, so funny that you. It seems a little out there, but it, it worked. And you know, sometimes I just ask the question like, "Does finance make?" you happy? Do you like spreadsheets? Do you like, you know, like I'll just come out and ask questions of like, what is things that bring you joy? Like what do you love to help in? Do you love decorating? You know, like, and just point blank Like it might sound weird, but some ladies like a good budget. Okay. I I am not one of them. And I have no idea. I have, it (laughs) makes me like, don't restrict me. Don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I can't live in these numbers. Uh, But I think that's something cool. So we'll maybe we should kind of share some of the roles that we have. And not all mops need to have this. But so we have a coordinator, yep. hospitality person or two. A lot of we've put, doubled up a lot of ours so they yeah. don't feel alone in their role. Mm-hmm. But hospitality is the one that's decorating, mm-hmm. setting up the brunch schedule, Ice making breakers. the fun games, like mm-hmm. just the hospitality feel basically. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have Contact Mom Leader, which is, we call them Contact Moms, but Mops International calls them Discussion Group Leaders. Mm -hmm. So it's just the table leader. We have a leader for those moms that we call a Contact Mm -hmm. Mom Leader. And they work closely with the Mentor Mom Leader, who is building um, mentor. So there's a Mentor Mom at each table, Mm -hmm. and the Mentor Mom Leader is building um, a group atmosphere. and I'm trying to say community, community yeah. with the mentor moms, yeah. but then also at the table. So yeah. contact mom leader and mentor mom leader work. Yeah. Closely so together. you have this young mom that's leading the play groups, leading discussion, but then, and not all groups have this, but we try to have a mentor mom at every table. Yes. And that's just a woman who's gone before us and has survived right. and can survive love, support, mm-hmm. encouragement. Yes. And we've been we feel very lucky that because we hear a lot of groups that either just have one for their group mm-hmm. or, but we try to get one for each table. Yes. But yeah. yeah. Uh, what are some other roles? Um, the creative activities leader. Yes. So they are the crafts people who put together the crafts. We have like seven crafts throughout the year. And so they, it was really cool because I'm thinking about them last night. Yeah. They were, um, they did a PowerPoint of each of the crafts and then they told us how much each craft would cost to like the penny, to, to the like penny. hot glue will cost, you know, like what was it? Uh, oh yeah, it was glue. Like they glue, said how like, much the glue will know. cost. And to- I was like, whoa, you guys are really good. Yeah. Um, but yes, they come up with the that. Um, yeah, and but and we call them creative activities because sometimes we do a activity instead of a craft. Yeah, but. If you know the MOPS um, way, it's usually, you know, you meet twice a month. We have a speaker one and then either a craft or activity mm-hmm. the other week. Mm-hmm. And so they came up with some awesome ideas and we're excited. But so you have yeah. a craft person. Yeah. So and look pub- for that person that's crafty yes. and creative and just, I mean, there's, it's not me, <laughs> which is weird because I was, was one one year. We really but. needed a need. Got creative. <laughs> Guys, I was like, I'm not crafty. Why am I the craft person? But um, just find that girl because some girls just yeah, love that. I think there's also a piece. So we have a publicity um, role too. And we have um, a, a, wom- a mom in our group who literally gets the word out about everything. Oh, and yeah. just the way she goes around in a room or at the pool and she's handing out flyers and she's talking to moms. She's just really gifted in that. And mm-hmm. she has no fear around it, like just talking to moms. And yeah. I'm like, oh. So we had her in a different role. But this last year, we're like, you're really good at this. Like, yeah. You just, you know, like I think this last year from we had COVID, you know, with 12 moms only attending and then the next year we had like 60 to 70 moms and I think half of them is because she invited them. Yeah. So it was amazing. It was pretty cool because like we've mentioned, we were at like 12 regularly attending because of COVID. And so when we went to start the next year, we're like, I hope... And we hope some show yeah. up this year. We just had no idea. And I sat down with the um, contact mom leader and we're making the tables. And we're like, I don't know a single one of these ladies. Nope, we didn't, know, we didn't know a single mm-hmm. one or where they came from. But we got to like 65. We're like, where did these? And we really, Steph was just out there telling people. She did a great job to go on Facebook and in the moms groups. She Every group she posting. could find. Yeah. And so it was just. It was amazing to see, but it was just a role that she felt very comfortable in and she just did it really like well. So be looking, just looking for those ladies, see Mm -hmm. what their gifting is and just snatch them up and put them like, I see you here. And this is, I think you'd be great because just telling a mom that and making a personal request while attaching it to something specific you think is 
that they do well goes a long way. And it's harder to say no. <laughs> yes, it's very true. I think too, as a coordinator, I was thinking about this, um, as a coordinator, and maybe you're a younger mom and you're just starting out in this leadership role. And um, well, I think it's important to understand about yourself and self-reflect. Like what are the things that you bring you passion mm-hmm. and the things that probably don't bring you passion or you just feel very inadequate about, that's something where God's asking you to collaborate and to find the people around you who can do those things who that brings them passion with. So as a coordinator going into starting a MOPS group, you need to know clearly, these are my giftings. These are the areas I... I'm not as good in and, and, you know, be like, be honest about like, these are not what I love doing and, and see, See, you know, where you can find people who can do that and support you as a leader. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so as you're looking for leaders, always be looking, always getting to know the ladies. Um, another thing, sometimes when you're first starting out, you might not have the budget. (laughs) <laughs> money. <laughs> money. It always comes down to money. And it was funny because we came from a mops that had a gigantic budget. And we're like, what in the world? Like, I don't even know how to describe. Like, I don't even want to talk money, but I can't even stress to you how drastically far away we mm-hmm. were from their budget. And so we had to be creative the first couple of years and uh, had to come up with some fundraisers. So a couple that we just wanted to share were um, we did donuts in the church lobby one year. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone got the donuts like donated from like Jewel. Like, yeah. We had a mom with or... another gifting. Yes. Who... She was like great at asking people yeah. to donate things. Yes. <laughs> a yeah. Great um, uh, trait to have. But mm-hmm. she, yeah, she got them. And so we passed those out. Did we sell them? I assume we, yep, sold, we them. sold them. Yeah, and then, yep. you know, use that for um, Col- local Culver's love to help out. Um, mm-hmm. They do sports teams. They do preschools, but they helped us out. And so yeah. we had a night where we worked there and we got a percentage of the profits for mm-hmm. the evening. Um, we also had um, our... Uh, pastor's wife, uh, Tammy Chapman, came up to us. She um, came to Emmanuel Mops and spoke. And mm-hmm. we we looked at her and we're like, Tammy, we just love to have this at our church. And she's like, I, I will support you in this. Mm-hmm. And so it was really neat because she really partnered with us to say, hey, I will do like a, a morning where I speak and, mm-hmm. and a message and bring women together and um, you can charge for it. And then you guys can talk about for- yourself. Mops you know, and yeah. then talk about mops. And so all of us made casseroles and we had this beautiful morning yeah. um, that we that she spoke. That was probably our most successful moment as far yeah. as like, one, just getting the word about us out mm-hmm. and helping us financially because Tammy was a big draw. Everybody at church yes. knows Tammy. Mm-hmm. And so to have her speak, everyone wanted to come, of course. She's phenomenal. And she was so sweet to just offer her morning like that and yes. let us... So we tried to do like the food and everything as cheap as possible. And Mm -hmm. then we didn't charge for it, but we were allowed to have like donation baskets out and people were generous Mm -hmm. when they Mm -hmm. heard what we were doing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Those are just a couple. Yeah. But getting the word out there (laughs) is huge. We did a parade one year and it was so funny. We had all our little kids and we had flyers hanging out and during the parade, it downpoured torrential, on torrential, <laughs> like not just a drizzle. It no. was a downpour. We just kept, we just kept going and passing it out. Like here's here's our wet flyer. But come to mops. Oh my gosh, it was 
pouring. So that's a fun way to put your to put the word out there. But I think probably the most successful has just been word of mouth and social media. Yeah, I think that's definitely. the way you're going to do it. Yes. Just I hit. Agree. There's so many mom groups out there. There's neighborhood groups. There's um, like your local pool and restaurants usually have boards you can put stuff on. So just, mm-hmm. just put it out there, guys. Yeah. Um, and what else? Okay. What else is? Well, I mean, we talked about expectant faith a little bit, but looking for leaders, we talked about um, being unoffendable. Yes, this is important, ladies. Um, I think it's hard sometimes when you have a bunch of women coming together, mm-hmm. and you all have different giftings, you all have different opinions, you're all diff- you're wired differently, mm-hmm. and so I think a big piece of that is like first let. No, Satan wants to definitely destroy this group yes. and does not want you to And he's going to bring all the have hurdles. impact. Yep. And he's going to bring people, you know, you're going to maybe have hurt feelings or you're maybe going to, it's hard to work with this person. I think first realizing that that's going to happen, like yeah. it's going to, it's inevitable. Yeah. But like thinking the best of the other person, um, having those conversations in a gentle way, if yeah. something comes up, not in a... Um, combative. combative way, but doing it out of love, praying for your steering team, praying for the relationships that are around, but um, just really working on like, how can we move this forward and how can we um, love each other well and show grace towards each other? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it's one of our like sub points for our theme this year. And I think in the day and the age that we're in right now, this is number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah, just having, thinking the, of the best of that person. And I just think um, allowing them to have their feelings and that's great and not always having to be right about everything. Yes. And <laughs> I think there's something about humility and being humble yeah. and realizing what's best for Mops in the mission of Mops. Instead mm-hmm. of sometimes we as women can get really passionate about our opinions and what we think, and kind of taking a step back and being like, okay, what's God calling us to do? Mm-hmm. And can I love my other steering member sitting next to me and being like, you know, like maybe my idea wasn't chosen, but that's okay. Like I love yeah. your idea. Mm-hmm. So it's just having this very humble. Um, yeah. You know, team and I think, unity. Uh, something that you've shared with our steering team and our other coordinators was, um, so one of the very first things we did when we were starting MOPS was to create a mission. Mm-hmm. We had a MOPS mission. MOPS International has one specific, but we created one specific to our group. And I think it's important to always check in with that. Are we doing this? Encourage, equip <laughs> moms. Yeah. With I mean, just make children. sure... You know, whatever you choose to be your mission, are you still on track mm-hmm. with that? Are yeah. you following along with that? Right, right. I think that's important. Definitely. Always, you know, because if you're find yourself, um, I wish I had ours to read, but if you find yourself away from what it is you're trying to accomplish, then no, you need to yeah. take a step back and like, wait, that's not what we're trying to do. Right. Um. I also, so another thing is understanding your steering roles. So yeah. when we first started our MOPS group, there were people who hadn't done MOPS. So it was hard mm. to know what is my role, what's expected of me. And so definitely communication is super key. Ask questions. But each year we give um, each um, role, these are your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. This is what we're looking for this year. These are the things that are coming up. This is the active like 
putting this together. This is the action plan. And so we're very clear. And that took time to yeah. build upon. But um, I think it's super important for people to know this is this is what the role looks like. This is what the expectations yeah. are. Clearly have be, them out on paper for them to see and right. read through. And, and I think as a coordinator, sometimes things fall. Yes. But sometimes you have to like not micromanage the people around you and like say, okay, these are your roles, but you can dream about this. What do you want to do in this? And and let them have that and, you know, and take ownership and of their role. trust that they'll do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But so it's really careful not to cross lines and be like, oh, I'll just do this for you yeah. as a coordinator because you can't do all the roles. <laughs> right. And you want to show faith in that person Yes, that you believe in them and yes. think they have this. And so it's a fine line of delegating, but also being there to support them. Yes. Yes. So, so Barkley, what does not work? Oh. What are some things to avoid? What doesn't work? Well, <laughs> one of... And this is this is hard because I know every MOPS is different, but one of our very first experiences, very first experience of MOPS was being turned away. Ah, that's true. <laughs> Summer and I had little tiny ones and we're like, she was like, hey, I heard about this thing called MOPS. Let's go check it out. And, you know, it's, it's a to-do when they're little trying to get out of the house. And she had two littles. And so... We're like trying to get out. We got all ready. We got there and we showed up and we're like, hey, we're here. And they're like, oh, we don't have room. I literally wanted to cry. I was like, (laughs) it took me all morning to get here with two children. We we drove together. I picked you up. Yeah, something like that. And then I put them in the car and they had three little ones across the way. Yeah, across the back seat. Yeah. And they were like, no, we don't have room. So (laughs) I know this is a big ask, but if there's any way you can always have an opening. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I think that's like, cause that will always stick with us that they didn't have room for us. <laughs> right. Yes. There's not a seat at the table for you. You yeah. cannot go, you know, like I think it was discouraging. It was. Yeah. So, so that's important. Yes. Um, another thing that, and you can get swept up in this, but we learned at MomCon not that we learn it, but they talked about it at MomCon this last year. And we're like, it's so true. If you ever find yourself so busy with stuff, preparing, getting the tables ready, setting up the food, making sure this is pretty, and it's taking away from your opportunity to talk to the moms, stop it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, MOPS is relational. It's about people. It's not about getting things perfect or um, having a, a task to be doing. It's to be focusing on the mom. So with our steering team, we say as soon as MOPS starts, you're on to be greeting mm-hmm. and loving on those moms. Do not don't do your task. Don't be busy doing something. Done. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care so, if it wasn't finished. We want every mom to be spoken to. Yes. Like that's more important yeah. to us. Yeah. And it was really neat, I would say, because we have... Um, I think it's like two or three, yeah, three uh, of the new moms on our steering. And all three of them were just telling us how much that meant to them and how much they felt like we were talk. Everybody, I was like, I was so happy to hear so that because you never know. And to get that feedback, it was, it meant a lot. So don't be too busy ever. It's more yes. important to, um, and that means two coordinators delegate, delegate, delegate. Yeah, you need help. You can't yeah. be running the show the whole the whole meeting. Like you need to make sure, like, hey, can this person get the lights at this point? Can this person help in the sound booth? Like it's important that yeah. you can be also present um, yeah. in the meetings. Yeah. So, um, 
the other thing was uh, getting along with people. I think <laughs> there's always going to be someone who is harder to get along with, whether it's a difficult personality or just more reserved, quiet, more awkward. Like there's always going to be, and just make sure you have a heart for that person. We had a mom specifically that loved that person. Like that, Mm -hmm. they loved those people. Mm -hmm. Those people that were harder to talk to, like were her jam. Yeah. And she was just like, okay, this is your role. Go find those people. (laughs) You know, like don't make sure everybody is said hello to and seen. Yes, yes. Um, Room presence doesn't matter. Like that's super important to have the room set up and people walk in to see. I mean, they're going to be simple little things. Yeah. But just some some beauty. We yeah, we, we just joke around at church. It's like anything that mops ch- touches, touches is pretty. Is, exactly. Like, we got Bibles for at the end of the year and I'm like, we're getting pretty Bibles. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems silly, I but know. it's it really does make a difference when you walk into this cute. But again, Stressing. It's not not more important than talking to your mom. So if it comes to budget, also comes into play. There's only things that some things you can do. So be creative, but don't let it pressure you or take away from others. You might have a mom in the group who just will love to bring her decor from her house. Yes. And she will come and decorate it really fun. So yeah, look for that person. I mean, always be looking in Mm -hmm. your ladies for um, another big thing that we highly, highly stress in our group is that it is a no judgment zone. Yeah. Okay. And I think one of the best way, I think, uh, one of the, I forget how many years early on we started this. I'm trying to think how many years back. I think there was like a, wasn't there a year that was hot mess or Mm -hmm. something like that? Beautiful mess. Beautiful mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, let's just share those times where we were a hot mess and like share like silly stories of where it didn't go right. Cause we, as moms, we all have those moments. Mm-hmm. And so the moms loved it so much that we continue it every year and we just kind of make whatever we call it go with the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had flops. We've had, what was it last year? For the love. Oh yeah. Cause we all for love. We <laughs> called it for the love moments. <laughs> and so we've always just, and we just share like those stories where there's a lot of poop talk. Yeah. There's a lot of catching throw up talk. Yeah. There's a lot of like wetting our pants. I don't know, like all the stupid things that happen to us as moms yeah. or trying to raise our I kids. I think it's so important because that gives like if you're up on stage doing those things, sometimes moms are like, oh, they have it, they all, have it together, all together and I don't and I could barely get here. And so we, I think it was amazing because it gave us an opportunity to be like, no, we are just we're like just you. Just as hot of a we mess did as not you sleep are. that night either. <laughs> Like we haven't like, and I think it just made it more vulnerable and personal. And you're like, oh, I can relate to you in that way. And it, it, you know, it it will start out slowly, but it's funny how you see moms like, okay, well, I kind of want to share this story and they kind of come out and you kind of get to know them. Oh, Oh, and it just, we always start the meetings with it. And it just, I really feel like it kind of breathes that no judgment zone. Like we're all yes. in this together yes. trying to figure it out yeah. and it's really helped. Yeah. We also use it as a, like a celebration too. So like the moms who are like, have, you know, their child is potty trained and like, let's celebrate that. That was really hard. Like society yeah. doesn't always look at, at that as like, wow. But you know, as a mom, you're like, oh my goodness, this happened. This is amazing. So let's celebrate each other. Or my child is sleeping through the night or I'm pregnant or, you know, whatever that is. And so it was just yeah. way to... 
celebrates that person yeah. too. So I would definitely, yeah, just show that you're not perfect. Don't let them ever think you are, you know, because sometimes you can try to be putting on this perfect, you know, because you want it to seem perfect, but almost share those times where it wasn't because yeah. they don't want to see your perfection. They just yeah. want to see you. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I, mean, I that's think, it. okay, this is my last thing I want to ask. Okay. All right. So like thinking it through for those coordinators coming into this, I mean, we've gained lots of wisdom, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think like if you're looking back at yourself when we first started mm-hmm. the MOPS group at the chapel, what would you tell Berkeley like seven years ago? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um well, it probably started way before that because when I was at Emmanuel and they first asked me, so a <laughs> little bit about myself, I don't like to be up on stage. I oh, legit uh, try to avoid speaking in class at all possibles through high Which school. I don't even understand. I, I just like, we natural. Always, oh no, we had to do speech and I was like, no. And even like we had to do a speech class for college and I literally went to a community college so I could do it in front of people that were strangers. <laughs> I don't know. Cause that was, I mean, it was still terrifying, but that was a little less terrifying than doing it in front of people I knew. Anyways, I've always, always hated talking in front of people. And so they came to me and asked me for hospitality and I was like, heck no. Cause that was like up on stage, welcoming people and leading them in like, uh, just the energy for the meeting. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) That was the last thing. But they just shared with me what they saw in me and thought my gifts were. And I was like, and I think it's important to just take a leap of faith and trust what someone sees in you. Yeah. And just trust God will help you through it. (laughs) Because I was like, it was terrifying, but I ended up loving it. And then went on to actually coordinating, which is even scarier, but I don't know. But I think that's what's amazing about MOPS. It gives you like a... Like it became easier and easier and easier yeah. as you got yeah. more practice at it. Yeah. So that mic didn't seem as scary when you became a coordinator because yeah. you had been on it. I just think just list was when someone speaks into you and says a gift they see in you, hear that. Yes. You know, hear like, just don't be like, oh, no, that's not me. What are you talking about? Hear them out. Mm-hmm. They see this in you. That's coming from somewhere. And then just trust Jesus to come alongside you to help you do it. <laughs> Take the wheel, Jesus. Okay? Right. Definitely. But what Definitely. about you? What would you say? Um, okay. Two parts. So if I went back in time and I said summer and looked at her and said, you know, like the tasks seemed a lot for what with MOPS. Like I was like, wow, there's a lot to this. And I have kind of a perfection personality where I want everything to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so I think in a lot of ways that could steal joy from the experience. Right. And so I'm just thinking about our retreat. Like years ago when I coordinated and we had the retreat, I was stressed out about it. I was like, oh my gosh, it has to be this way, this way, this way. And then we have to do this. And I was so nervous. And I think it stole the joy from it, from mm. me. And so these last you know, years where I've done it for a while, I... I'm not stressed about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know this ministry really well. Mm -hmm. And I just wish I had gone back and be like, Summer, just have fun. Just enjoy it. And you know what? The areas that you're not great at, it's okay. Because God's going to meet where you're at and somebody else is going to be really good at that. But the strengths of 
um, relating to others and loving on others. I love that. And so yeah. I'm like, just be present and have fun. Yeah. So that would be one of like my advice to those starting out. Have fun. Um, and absurdity and laughter brings your team together. Oh, yeah. And so have fun together. You mm-hmm. need to not miss that piece of like that relational piece of For sure. going and doing something really yes. fun together because if you get too bogged down with work, right. then it becomes like, oh, I can't, I don't want to do this. So, but if it's like a situation where you all enjoy being together and hanging yeah. out, yes. it's way more fun. <laughs> right. I remember when our kids were, our youngest were little and we had, they all had these little baby strollers and we're walking to each other's houses to work on mop stuff. And it was just so cute as they're going with their strollers. They were having fun. We were having fun. And it was just nice to have that community um, rather than to look at it as something that's difficult and hard. Yeah. So so have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so in the next couple of uh, recordings, we're going to hit some of the specific roles and speak into them. So Mm -hmm. today we just kind of wanted to share about starting one. Um, and next time we want to sh- speak specifically into coordinators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the hospitality role. And, and then we kind of want to talk about contact and mentor moms. So those are kind of the three areas we want to hit up in the next couple of recordings. Yes. And one more thing I want to add is MOPS International has cohort leaders. That was new. This is new in the last, since yes, like that's the, true. the pandemic, they yeah. have added this and they are a great resource that they come alongside sure. the coordinators to really help and build into them. So, yeah. so you if don't you're, feel so alone in right, it if you're if just starting you're out. you're looking for yeah. to start, they would be like, go to the um, webpage, mm-hmm. say, I would like to start a group and start getting connected with the cohort leader and they will really help you um, in, in doing yeah. that. Even if, so we went to MomCon this year and it, we had a how many, I mean, there was a big group of us that went and, you know, so we've never really felt like alone in it, but we were like driving on our way to it. And there was a girl just walking by herself and we saw, I think she was wearing like the badge from the uh, conference and we're like, oh, we should offer her a ride. And we, we picked her up and she was literally there by herself, going to start a MAPS on her own. We're like, okay. And so <laughs> that took like, a lot of courage. I'm like, wow. Did. We're like, and so even if like we're saying you should have like this awesome group, if you don't, and you just really feel you need to start one, these cohorts are going to be a huge resource for yeah. you. So you don't feel so alone. Yeah. And if speaking of MomCon, we're going to be there. Yeah. Come see us. Yes. Guys. <laughs> and we have a $50 code uh, or a $50 off code yes. that we'll put in the show notes. So yeah. if you're interested, it's not too late to join. Oh, not at all. And it's in sunny San Diego. <laughs> and like, seriously, if we could see you there, that would that be, be amazing. so fun. If you came up to us and said, <laughs> hey, I heard you on the podcast, we might just die. We would die. <laughs> we might like take you to dinner too. <laughs> I would totally. It would be so fun. I would uh, love that. Um, but yeah, just right. we hope to see you there. And, yeah. that's, and we'll catch up with you the next time. And don't forget, there is a mom's group out there for you. So if you're looking for one, visit mops.org backslash find a group. Bye, ladies. Bye.